Nothing too crazy. So, Michelle, thank you. Appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. So, from what I've, my background research, you were born in Rochester, mm -hmm. grew up in Jacksonville. Yes. So, how many Florida men have committed crimes that you're aware of? <laughs> oh, gosh. There's always a crazy story about Florida men doing something, but... <laughs> I mean, there's a whole Netflix show now, which is crazy. Yeah. I haven't gotten to watch it yet, but soon. <laughs> yeah, that's on, that's on that the list. Well, there's that one, and then there's uh, Beef. It's like Road Rage. It's like a TV show about like Road Rage. I haven't heard of that one. I only know about it through like a podcast, <laughs> but of course. Uh, but I was like, okay, and it's like top ten in Netflix. I'm like, who is who is making this top ten on Netflix list? What is going on? There's here? always something in there. <laughs> so, so how did you get into softball? Is was there a specific moment that you remember? Like, oh, this is what I want to do. Yeah. So, uh, growing up, I played like all the sports that you could play, like lacrosse, basketball, uh, volleyball, beach volleyball. Um, like literally anything. And then um, I played softball since I was six about. And then it kind of came down between like softball and volleyball up until like freshman year of high school. Um, but I definitely had a clue pretty early that I wanted to play um, at the college level softball wise um, and more just did volleyball for fun. Um, and I think it was around like sixth grade. It was crazy. The recruiting process back then was totally different than it is now. Um, I think around sixth grade, I played up. So I'm trying to remember how old I was. Probably like 12 or 13, I played on an 18U travel team. Um, and that's when it was kind of more serious. And then, um, yeah, so I basically went to a bunch of college camps. Um, camps and emails um, and recruiting videos were a big thing back then. So all this Twitter stuff that it is now is like crazy to me because you have like girls like DMing, DMing coaches and like just posting their like highlight reels on Twitter every it's weekend, nice. which is like it's a totally different world now. But it's cool that they can have those platforms to be able to like get out there and be seen more. Um, but yeah, so I was very fortunate to have my parents um, give me the opportunity to go to a bunch of camps when I was younger, um, which helped me with my recruiting process. I came to a Penn State camp actually and then that's when I got offered around like eighth grade Damn. um yeah so but that was kind of like the normal back then yeah. um so yeah but kind of knew from a very early age that I wanted to be at the next level so well that's that's incredible <laughs> I was just like so were the who were the other schools that you were interested in outside of Penn State and what ultimately led to like Penn State was what were the deciding factors in that yeah um I went to like a bunch of different camps it wasn't really like a certain schools that like it was like down between um, type deal. Um, I just went, I went to a ton of different camps. I went to Ohio State camps. I went to um, UCLA camp, Alabama camp, JMU camps, just really like anywhere that I thought um, was a cool school to go to and learn from a coaching staff um, and just like gain more knowledge and grow my game. Um, and back then it was, it was definitely like a part of the recruiting process but more just to like learn from great coaches and stuff like that so um but yeah I came to a Penn State camp and because we were originally from Rochester New York um it's like a three and a half hour drive um back home we have a bunch of family um my nana uncle um aunts uncle cousins a bunch of family that are in Rochester so it was like a home away from home because back then my parents so we actually moved back to Rochester New York um but we were in Florida all growing up, so I never thought that they would be up here during my college um, time being here, but they ended up moving back after I graduated high school, so it's been cool to have family up here, but I knew coming into the fact um, that I'd have family like somewhat close in Rochester, so that was uh, 
kind of like a deciding factor too. And then my brother actually went here. So I got to spend three wow. to four years with him. So that was really cool um, just to actually have family here. Was your family um, like, there's not enough snow and freezing rain in Florida? <laughs> well, actually, we would always we'd... like we would always go visit New York, and I loved going like playing in the snow and like snowboarding and all that. But like actually like living in it is like a whole different thing that I was not ready for. <laughs> playing softball games in the freezing cold just yeah. oh that's a different breed. <laughs> oh that, yeah, I've you, never you... had to play a game like in the snow before, and I came here and here I am. So <laughs> you're like, fuck it, we're just gonna we're just gonna roll with this yeah. and see how it goes. So I mean, what? Kind of going back to the social media part of things, how do you handle social media as an athlete and as a student? Because, like, me just as a student, I can barely get a grasp on it sometimes. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I am like, I should be writing this paper, but, like, I'm on Instagram for, like, an hour. And oh, I'm like, I, yep, uh, I've been there. <laughs> so I can't even imagine, like, what is what is your relationship with, like, social media and how do you approach it? Um, I think it's a really cool platform to have, especially for, like, younger kids um, that, like, come to our games and stuff like that to be able to, like, follow us and, like, the stuff that we do. Um, I also think that it is very time-consuming, definitely goes to that factor. Um, so I, I set time limits on my app, actually, which is kind of funny, but... Um, just to make sure that I don't like continuously just like scroll but I mean there's a lot of stuff like I mean even on like TikTok like I've learned so many like new things like even like drills that I can do like just like random things like uh, like day-to-day -day, like living and like stuff like that so I think it definitely like it, it has its ups and downs like it goes hand in hand um, with like the good and the bad um, because... as long as it's not like the get ready with me videos uh, so. no <laughs> Yeah. As long as we are staring clear of those, yes, that's, you're that's be the okay. most that's the most important thing. Yeah. So I mean, it it has its benefits. It also has its like downsides. Um, just like not getting too caught up in it. I mean, especially like being an athlete, like it's your image and what you put out there. Um, people are gonna see and, you know, like just being aware of that too. Um, so yeah. So, with image and like, there's always I feel like with college athletes, there's always the two different sides of like how people view college athletes whether it's like either the side of like these athletes should be like grateful that they get an education or like no the athletes should do this this and this what do you think is the most the thing that people most get wrong about college athletes whether it's the lifestyle whether it's the day-to-day -day, whatever it may be um I would definitely say that we're literally just normal human beings um I remember like even being I mean I knew from a young age that I was going to be a college athlete but I remember like watching my dad and I always watching college football and like you see like the Saquon Barkley's and like all these like great athletes and you're like oh my gosh like they're crazy like they're like superhuman almost like you like fantasize them up to be like something like so much bigger than they're than they are like yeah they're great at their sports and like they're like they're freaky athletes like you know but at the end of the day, like, when you get here and, like, being a student athlete and you hang out with athletes on a day-to-day, -day, like, um, you meet, I met a lot of athletes, like, my freshman year summer session um, and just, like, being at the Morgan Center or academic facility. Um, and, like, you just find out that, like, we're literally just normal human beings. And, like, it doesn't matter, like, how great you are at your sport, if you don't play, if you do play, like, that we, like, go, we have daily life problems. Like, we have the same problems that every other student has here at Penn State. Um and, like, the whole, I think another, like, misconception that we get is, like, getting it, our classes, like, let easy or taken easily um, because we do miss classes um, sometimes. Like, for us, our travel days are on Thursdays and we play on Fridays. 
um, Saturday, Sunday, and then travel back. We get home, like, late Monday nights. And, like, girls on our team, like, still have to wake up and go to class at 8 a.m. Like, there's not really an exception. And, like, yeah, we missed Thursday, but now we're behind in class. And we missed Friday. We're also behind in that class, too. And you're you're playing makeup, but the whole weekend your schedule is packed playing the game. So you, there's, like... I think that's like a misconception. It's like, oh, they get easy, like they get to miss class, like yeah, stuff they get like to take that. like AP gym. It's like, yeah, no, that's not how this <laughs> no, works. no. Like we have girls, like um, one of the seniors on our team, like she's going to vet school next year. We have like biochem majors, like not just like like what people say, like calm and like stuff like that. Like it's so easy, like the business, like school, like oh, like you're fine, like you take whatever electives. Like no, like that stuff's hard too. Like taking it doesn't matter. No, 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 that's not. But like calm and business like I'm a business major and like that's hard too like not just like the bios and chems but like there are girls in like majors like that that like yeah they have to do that too so no I, I will admit calm very easy major <laughs> uh, compared to most like like it's fun though I like kind of wish school, I was in it's it. fun it's fun <laughs> it, no trust me it is fun as hell but compared to vet school and I have friends that are like I'm in electrical engineering I'm like oh, yeah. oh dear god like <laughs> yeah my freshman year roommate he's in electrical engineering he would his homework was like making these like circuits and like oh, he's God. like he's just got wires yeah. and stuff. he could be building a bomb for all i know <laughs> no i would have no idea no idea <laughs> like, and i'm oh, like that's awesome. i'm like oh there. that's great good job <laughs> and then it's just like oh i can't yeah. even fathom i can't even fathom like being in this situation where i'm an athlete and it's like you're dealing with the pressures of playing a sport but also dealing with the pressures of like just trying to graduate and like oh, yeah. set yourself up for after you're done playing like has there been a moment where like whether it's a, uh, I think Alex Schlegel talked about like, there was a there she missed like a game winning goal or something like that, and she had to go to class the next day, and like <laughs> yeah. people are like mentioning it and bringing it up, and she's like, I just want to go to class and go home. Mm-hmm. Has there been a moment like that in your career where it's like, you it was just a bad game and you like, you just want to just move on with it, but sometimes it's just it's tough. It's just in your head. Yeah. Um. Seven say two years ago at Maryland, um, there was a situation where it was like a bunt and I threw it and just we had a bunch of girls like kinda out of position and wasn't a best throw and there's a brick wall in their outfield actually. Which like typically <laughs> that's not um, we didn't, we it didn't. was yeah it was so it was COVID season I think anything that could have gone wrong that year for our team like went wrong and so it was like a really frustrating year it was like really hard on like all the girls like mental health and budget like stuff like that but I threw the ball hit the brick wall literally bounced into like that center field in the outfield and it like the runner like scored on it and it, they like like kind of like walked it off in a way um so like we were like in the huddle and I'm like, I just literally like lost this game. Like, like literally bus ride home. I was like miserable. Like just like, it was awful. Like it, it was literally awful. Cause like we literally could like not find a way to put together a game and like pull through. So it was just like any little thing that could go wrong, like went wrong. And of course it was like something that I had done. And I just felt bad cause I like let the whole team down. And I mean, at the end of the day, I was like really upset. Um, and it's like hard to, it's hard to realize that you do play a team sport sometimes, especially when it like comes down to one play so many times in a game. Like it could be like two outs runner on second and like if you don't score her, the game's over. And I think athletes, we break it down to it being like, I lost that game. Like if I made a better throw, like that girl wouldn't have scored and like we would have won that game. Or if I just had a base hit like and scored her, like we wouldn't have lost. And so I think we have to remember at the end of the day that it's a team sport and like all the little pieces that come together like throughout the game matter 
and it it's the out that we didn't get in the first inning that could have like played to contribute to that game. It's the hit with the runner on second and third and run, like scoring position that we didn't have in the third inning that game that could have put us up another run. And like at the end of the day, it all comes down to like a cohesiveness that sometimes I think that we like miss being student athletes because you do internalize everything when it does seem to come down to like that one play. So kind of going off of that, how do you approach um, your sport? Because so Jimmy Dowd said that like he is most miserable sometimes or most anxious when he is completely like thinking about hockey 24 mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. And I'm um, on the outside. Again, this kind of goes back to the mis- misconcept- misperception question. On the outside, it's very easy as a fan to say, like, you should be totally locked in on your sport. Like, Kobe, Derek Jeter, all those guys, like, they were locked in on their sport 24-7. That's all they did. And I'm like, how many athletes really do do that? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm wondering, like, is that how you approach it? Do you approach it a little differently where it's like you're trying to take the pressure off of it? Like, how do you approach your sport day to day? So I definitely approach it with two things, um, balance and priorities. So I look at it as you have to have balance. If you're totally zoned in and you don't give yourself a break, like it's going to be really hard to actually like be locked in all like 24 seven, like all hours of the day. Um, But you also have to have your priorities straight too. So whether it's like waking up early um, to go hit on your own or like with a teammate extra and then like going to get breakfast or like going to a movie or whatever it may be like in your free time that you want to do that, whatever interests you like I like to paint. Um, so like I like to do that a lot but it's like kind of time consuming <laughs> um, so like making sure that like if I want to do that or if I want to hang out with friends or like go out or do whatever like that I like do what needs to be done for softball first so which is like always like a big thing like growing up I think my dad kind of like instilled that in me because it was always like hey dad like can I go hang out or go to the beach with so-and-so and he's like did you go hit yet and I'd be like no he'd be like well you're not going anywhere unless you go hit thousand so cuts I, on the team right now <laughs> yeah so but I mean he was like really cool like he was always like about like the balance too um so that's definitely I think why it's like grown with me here um being away from like family and like kind of structure and like you have to do everything on your own but just being able to go in and like prioritize like what needs to be done and not completely just like go one-sided for each way no absolutely and how did the painting come about um honestly I just like drew like growing up like just randomly like probably in class or something (laughs) it's always in class it's always in class I don't blame you I was right there with (laughs) you like doodling or something um but yeah, like when I got to college, it's just like something to do in my free time. Honestly, like COVID year, like I think that's probably like when it started because I had so much time like with my life to like I had nothing. Yeah, to what do. else were you gonna do? Yeah, so like that's kind of like when I started doing it, but now I just do it for fun. But that's yeah, nothing awesome. like crazy though. Like I'll paint like Tom and Jerry or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. That's way better. I can't like drawing, painting. <laughs> yeah. No, I terrible yeah i will 100 percent admit it it's pretty bad five-year-old probably can draw better yeah. than me that's just the way it goes it, it'd be like that sometimes but like what is uh, are there other hobbies that like your teammates have that are like you know maybe people don't necessarily know about and like what are the importance of maybe side passions yeah as an athlete um honestly our team loves coffee so <laughs> they are getting coffee like literally every morning being at some of the games makes a lot of sense there's oh, yeah. a lot of energy coming from that dugout <laughs> oh my gosh we have like probably one of the craziest dugouts ever which is like awesome to play like with so much fun but they like 
literally like run on coffee like actually i remember i got to penn state and i did not drink coffee like whatsoever and they were like starbucks or duncan and i'm like neither like i'm like i don't know um but like every so it's kind of cool what we get to do is like when we travel to different schools we play a three game series so we play friday saturday sunday so we're there for the whole weekend um so we normally get like um dinner we get to like after the games we can like kind of wander around like the hotel like with somebody um and like to go eat and then like come back so we kind of get to see like different campuses and stuff um so before our games in the morning we always go on like a coffee run and we get to like try coffee at like different schools and stuff like that yeah so like that's definitely been like really cool rather than just like waking up like watch film like prepare <laughs> for the game like it's like kind of like time to go hang out with their team like I don't even I don't drink coffee on game days because yeah. like it like makes me very like jittery and stuff and I'm like the game itself already gets me going so like I don't like need that extra like boost on top of like my adrenaline I already have um but like I go with them just to be with them because it's like fun and something else to do like outside of softball and like spend time with like my teammates so yeah. like that's definitely like something that we do but I mean being at like state college just like I mean like really anything it's such like a small town that like I know, like, Thursdays before we leave, we always go to Chick-fil-A. Like, it's, like, literally, a lot of it revolves around food now that I'm, like, speaking <laughs> yeah. this about is it. Like, dang, like, this is a lot of food talk. This is a lot of food talk. Yeah. Um, but, like, literally creamy runs to the ice cream. Always doing that. Like, just, like, hanging out with our friends, like, other athletes, like, sports. Like, really, like, whatever we can do in state college because it's, like, really, like, state college and that's it. Like, nothing else, like really around the areas you know oh yeah you're just gonna um, drive five minutes and it's just cows so yeah like, where am i <laughs> literally um but yeah i know like we actually went up to tussie mountain it's like the um the ski mountain or yeah yeah like whatever um we went up in the fall with like some of the cross guys and nice. we um like cooked out and like grilled out steaks like on the mountain oh, like on God. like a fire that we like made. oh that sounds amazing yeah it was like really cool vibes are immaculate oh 100 way up way up top <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just like literally like whatever you can find outside of your sport that's but. that's incredible so who's the best chirper on the team because you got you oh, guys yeah. got talking a bunch dang um chirper I think it's going to have to be Lil. Mo is, like, the loudest. She is, like, all the energy, like, in a bottle, like, shaken up, just, like, ready to go. Like, <laughs> like literally from the point we wake up in the morning, like, before we even leave. Like, she is, like, on it, like, ready to go. Um, but Lil definitely likes to trip the other team, so. What's the best chirp that she's given? She likes to bark at people. <laughs> um, respect, respect. Yeah, like, when a five ball, like, comes over to her dugout, she's, like, probably barking at the girl, like, going for the foul ball. Which is, it's funny. Did but. they get a dog? Is that their mascot now? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's hilarious. So was, I mean, you mentioned other athletes from other sports. Is that a huge part of your support system? Or who is another, who are other people in your support system that kind of just keep, keep, help you keep a level head and just don't get lost in like the insanity? Yeah. <laughs> um, really. Definitely your teammates because they're in it with you. They know like everything going on at practice to like um games everything 24 7 like they had the full understanding of like the softball aspect um when like their struggles like with the sport um but definitely like for me like my parents are huge my family my brother too like him being here was always awesome we'd always like go out and like get food and just talk about like whatever I needed to talk about like just get it off my chest to someone like outside of softball um but who was like still family and then um definitely like friends outside um, I like to spend like a lot of my free time with them. They just like bring me joy and happiness. So it's like nice to like have the balance of like, just like if I need to get away from softball, like I can go and hang out with them and like do whatever and 
I don't know, like play Call of Duty or whatever it is that like we go and do. But it's like nice to have them to go to just like hang out and like just get your mind off it and not even like talk about softball with them. So. Yeah, I think that's so important to get those time away where you're just like, dude, this is the last thing I want to yeah. think about. This yep. is the last thing. Like for me in high school, I was on the rowing team and yeah. like it is such a yearly grind that like yeah. there were days where I would come home and I would just, I would look like the Terminator, like just, just <laughs> like don't even talk to me. I only like my mom would pick me up from practice, and she would know right away. Like, oh, don't, don't even ask the question. And I would just, I, it's <laughs> yep. just exhausting. Like you just don't want to deal with it because like your your day is consumed by that so mm-hmm. much. Whether it's practice, getting ready for a game, like it's so mentally draining. Yeah, and I don't think that people necessarily can like grasp that Mm-mm. sometimes. It's, yeah, it's nice to like go and hang out with like friends from other sports and like hear about like the stuff that they go through and like get a different perspective on things too. So it's like, it is nice to like talk to them about it, but like, it's like really if you like need to talk about it. And it's also like just check in on how they're doing like with their sport because you like also want to be there for them. But I think like, I think the athletes like know that it's like kind of like, hey, like, let's just hang out and, like, have fun and do whatever and, like, get our minds off of it because they're probably going through the same thing that you might be going through, so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Again, like, I can't even imagine, like, being a football player on this campus yeah. or being, <laughs> like, just being an athlete here in general. I think there's people put athletes on a pedestal because, like, a lot of people want to be athletes and whether it's professional or college at some point in their lives. And it's, like, it's this weird, like, I want to be this person, but at the same time, like, I have family members that will, if we're watching a game, they will, they will blast someone immediately, immediately. Mm -hmm. And it's like, can we take a time out here? Can we take a breather? I totally get that one. It's like, it's, it's second down. (laughs) The game just kicked off. Like, well, I think being an athlete, like watching other sports has given me like a whole new perspective now because I've been in like their shoes where like. I didn't get the hit. I, like, struck out in, like, a crucial situation or, like, I threw the bun away or whatever, like, I've done, like, in my experience that, like, where I've had times that I've screwed up and, like, I watch people, like, literally, like, screaming at the TV and they're, like, just catch the, like, freaking ball, like, and I'm just sitting there, I'm, like, dang, like, get the guy some, like, like, grace here, like, he's, what he's doing is hard, like, I've been there, like, the chance of, like, booing and stuff like that, like, I just, like, I hate that because I'm, like, I've been in their shoes, and then, like, it sucks, like, straight up. Like. Yeah, it, I can't, I, it does suck, but at the same time, I'll go to a Phillies game. And <laughs> There's a good boo. That's, I'll take it's part. It's a competitive part in you. It's, yeah, it's a competitive exactly. part. Well, especially in, like, if you get into, like, a playoff situation, and, like, yeah. I was I was lucky enough to go with some friends to the Phillies, like, one of the Phillies home games as playoffs, and it was electric. Oh, yeah. And, like, Philly fans, like, we're just a different breed. Oh, and yeah. Like, uh, yes. <laughs> and we're, I'll admit, we're a different breed of fan, and I, it's traveling. Like, being in L.A., it makes me appreciate coming from Philly a lot more because mm-hmm. it's like, we don't have time to be nice. It's too cold. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is. And you, you, being from upstate New York, like, you oh, get, yeah. like, or even in Jacksonville, like, it's too hot. Yeah. I yeah. don't have time to, like, put on this filter or anything like that. My brain just isn't functioning like that. And... I kind of wish sometimes fans would chill out a little bit, but... It does the, keep the game fun. It keeps the game yeah. fun, and, like, I also do think, like, do fans really make a difference in games from your perspective? 100%, yeah. I mean, I've, I mean I've never been, like, booed or anything like that, like, stuff like that, but, like, 
the noise that they make, like, in the crowd, like, if something happens, like, we can tell, like, when we have a lot of fans there, even, like, the little girls, which is, like, crazy, the little girls, like, the teams that come to our games, they are, like, so loud, and they're, like, always cheering and stuff like that, so we, like, know, we're, like, dang, like, there's no, like, little girls teams here today, like, <laughs> like, it's not that loud, but it, like, the momentum shifts of, like, the energy that come and go, like, especially with softball, because it's such a long game, like, the momentum from the energy and, like, the crowd is, like, really cool to, like, feed off of. So it's, like, it definitely plays a role. And, like, honestly, like, when, like, the crowd's chirping or something like that, I think it's kind of fun because I'm, like, I'm going to go out there and show you what's up. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go, like, hit this runner in and then you're going to shut up. Going to one of your games, like I said before, that's that's a constant from your dugout. It's just, like, constant energy, constant, like, encouragement. How important is that to your to like the just the culture and just the tone that's set? Like immediately we're gonna come out, we're gonna just gonna yell until our voices go hoarse. Oh yeah. It's huge. I mean, when I'm up to the plate and I hear someone like cheering for me and like saying like the stuff that they like are saying, like it makes me believe in myself when I'm at the plate. And I know that like I'm not just doing it for me, I'm doing it for like all twenty six of us that are here. Um, coaches and fans too. So it's like it's very it's it's very helpful like when you when you know that you have like family like behind you like 26 girls like all wanting you to like succeed it's like it's a really cool like thing so, no i, I can yeah. imagine that's pretty cool just having supportive teammates in general because i've been in situations mm-hmm. where it's like like i said in high school like i've been in locker rooms where it's like we all hate each other's guts <laughs> yeah. and it's just it's just a different it's a different energy like mm-hmm. and it's i just wish that sir like coaches kind of took notice of that more mm-hmm. like yeah if the vibes are off in the locker room, I personally believe like there's no way that you can win. No, because like yeah. if I don't love my teammate enough to like go out and pl- do my hardest for my teammate, how are we gonna get anywhere? Yeah, you know. Then it just comes down to like you're playing for yourself, which is like, I mean, Penn State like our huge thing is like we wear Penn State on the front of our jersey and no names on the back. Yeah. So it's like you really have to like believe in that and like play for like Penn State and like. The girls that you're like with not just yourself i mean like yeah you want to do good because like every athlete is competitive but like at the end of the day like you are playing for everybody else and like not just yourself and like remembering that too and if the vibes are off in the locker room you're probably not going to get anything done at practice so like it's just not going to be like cohesive or anything like that but we have like a pretty good culture with like the team and the girls this year which has been like really cool to play with so so is there one person that's like the glue that holds that place t- together um I would say we all play a fair like role in it, but definitely Morgan. Um, she's a transfer this year. I gotta give her a shout out because like she is, she's been like the glue this year. So she's been really cool to play with. She just reminds you to have fun with it, and that it, like at the end of the day, like yeah, it is a sport we're all competing to win, but you still gotta have fun and like play hard. Um, and she does like keep our team together. Like when the, we do have our ups and downs, I'm not gonna sit here and say like this has been like a joy ride the whole year like we've lost some games like we've had some hiccups like but just like some bumps in the road but um she's kind of been there to be able to give us like different perspectives on things even like just games like we have like a Jared Box game um Morgan's message game stuff like that um we put them on and it's not just like oh yeah Morgan's message game like let's raise money or Jared Box like bring toys like we like sit like sit down and like watch and understand like why we're playing for this and like just another reminder that we're playing for something like bigger than ourselves no i think so. that's i think that's important so like what has been the most challenging moment of your career or not maybe not um, just your career maybe this this season alone i would say uh co- well if i go career <laughs> covid season was really tough i remember like freshman year we were playing and then we were at spring break 
um when it got canceled so yeah. that was crazy we didn't know if we were ever gonna play again so that was like a whole nother thing i remember me and caitlin um we like had our team meeting and they're like all right we're done like season's over and we were like what like there's no way like we literally like just finished practice i think she took a ball like off her chin that practice too so she was like beat up <laughs> and like <laughs> like literally we're about to go into a game tomorrow and then they're just like never mind like we're gonna flight home like tomorrow so whatever and I was like oh my gosh like this is like this isn't real um but like we went out and there was like a sand volleyball court at our hotel and we just sat there and like cried for like an hour and we were like this is like horrible and like we never knew like what this meant because I mean COVID we never knew when that was ending too um and then when we came back from COVID our whole coaching staff left so like the coaches I had like committed to and everything they were just gone and we were like oh my God, like, this is, like, really sad because, like, they did mean a lot to us and, like, they were really, like, great coaches. Um, they, like, helped me grow my game and everything, like, pushed me to reach my goals. Um, so, like, they hold, like, a, a deep place in my heart. But, um, yeah, so they were gone. And then we were like, okay, so now we get to play again. We think, at least. But now we don't have a coaching staff. So then we got, like, a whole new coaching staff. And then um, COVID year was, like, a really tough season. Like, I think, like, we won, like, maybe 10 games and we play like roughly 40 ish and we've always been like a pretty like decent team like we normally like break even or like have more wins however over you... 500 yeah thank you <laughs> I was like I don't know that's what I'm here for <laughs> um yeah so it was like a really tough season and I think that was like gave me perspective because when I got to college I was like softball 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 like like what I talked about earlier, like the balance wasn't really there. It was all softball. And I think that like kind of held me back from like being a better player because I was so like, I have to do this. If I don't do this and I need to do this, like all softball. And so then like COVID season, like literally like when you couldn't do anything else except for like hang out with your roommates and like our little bubbles, I think that kind of like opened up like a new perspective for me to see more that like, like there is more than just softball. And I remember, like, my freshman year, we had a girl on our team, like, great girl. Like, she was very, like, academics, everything. And she was like, it's not always just about softball. And I was like, what? I was like, you're crazy. Like, it is. Like, what do you mean? And as I've gotten older and, like, have grown, like, through my college experience, I realized that it's, like, it isn't all just softball. Yeah. I mean, it is my priority and, like, will always be, like, my number one. But, like, you have to find balance outside of it. And, like, that helps you, like, be better at like what you really are here for so no it's like a pie chart like it yeah be, yeah it should not be like 80 percent of your life is is a sport i personally view it because like or like another example i would use is like relationships like yeah. i've been in relationships where i like i viewed it as like i got 80 percent is like this relationship with this girl 10 percent is family and then like the other five to ten percent is like dick jokes like it could that's just <laughs> yeah. that's just how it works unfortunately in my brain and like you got to learn how to adjust and pivot and like learn your priorities and stuff like that so now as you're like kind of developed so much as like a person not just as a player what do you want to do in the future and what do you what are the next steps uh for you um, yeah, so that's a funny question because I don't really know. <laughs> um, <laughs> no but... one ever really knows, and then they're like, I'll figure it out along yeah. the way. Um, I'm definitely going to go to grad school next year. Um, so I'm thinking of getting my MBA, kind of debating between an MBA or a master's, um, but I'm thinking more the MBA route. And um, after that, I think I want to work in sports, um, but I do want to make like a good amount of money, and I know that's really hard to do being a woman in sports too. Um, so just gonna like try and go that route and like 
work hard and see where I can like go with that. Um, and if not, then I don't know, I'll figure it out. But <laughs> yeah, that's the goal right now. So just to work in sports and make some money. <laughs> well, those aren't bad. Those aren't bad goals. Yeah. Last question. What is the secret to your dad's putty shots? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, honestly, <laughs> I think my mom makes them actually. <laughs> yeah. I've been lied to. Yeah, you probably have. Um, I know he, he works um he works with her and helps her out, but my mom is the genius behind that. Um so it's the chocolate jello, like like the powder that you get at like Wegmans or whatever, and then I don't even know what they put in. I know it's like different kinds of vodka that they put in it. Um, I think one might be like Kalu and then like just like regular vodka. <laughs> um, honestly, don't really know. I'll have to you'll have to hit my mom up for that yeah, one. Exactly. But I'll my get dad the Yeah, and they 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 know how to have a good tailgate. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what you, that's what you learn being up at State College is like we got nothing else to do. We're freezing our asses off. Yep. Let's just Let's just drink this the cold away. That's all you gotta do. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Really yeah, thanks for having me. It was um, a good time. Yeah, I'm so thank you uh, to everyone that watched. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, follow Michelle, and everything. Just don't be a stalker. Just don't be a weirdo, please. Yeah, don't do that. That would be nice. Uh, and yeah, we'll catch you in the next episode.